The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, our top story this week is a trio of Super Bowl ads, specifically concerning geek topics. So uh, this past weekend was the big game. I don't know if we're allowed to say the Super Bowl, because they don't do it on the radio. But yeah, we got three ads. One was an Avengers Endgame 30-second teaser, I guess. I don't know if it's an official trailer. Uh, A new Captain Marvel one. And a new show, The Twilight Zone, by Jordan Peele, uh, who also did Get Out and the upcoming horrifically looking <laughs> Us. <laughs> Very scary. Yeah. Very scary. So let's let's go with the big one first. Avengers Endgame. What did you think? Oh, man. It, it was – the Russo brothers, man, they know how to promote a movie. It's – and like I think we reported it one time. All we're seeing right now is nothing past the first 30 minutes of the movie. Right. And so you're getting these bits and pieces of the film. And again, man, they're doing a good job of keeping everything hush-hush because I have no idea what's going on. And they've done this to us before in the sense of also misleading us too. You know, we've had the Infinity War trailers where a lot of things actually just, you know, placing characters that weren't really there. I mean, a lot of subterfuge going on. So whether it was correct or not correct, I can't wait for this damn movie to start already. I mean, they I am so engaged with this thing and so engaged for something I know nothing about. So yeah. it worked for me. It worked. What did you think? Yeah, I liked it a lot too. I think I, I love that they're, you know, we don't know how much time has passed. I love that they're addressing the world is addressing all these people being gone. I mean, I, want, I think the beginning of it looks like cap is in almost like a support group, you know, oh, like okay, a meeting yeah. for a support group. And it's it just great scenes with rocket. And that one scene when they're walking through the Avengers compound and it's like cap, black widow, war machine, yeah. rocket, you don't know where they're going, but it looks like something bad is about to go down. I think, yeah, and it was mostly about Cap and the guys on Earth. You saw a quick scene of of uh, Iron Man and Nebula working on something on the ship, but that's it. Yeah, you know, it's all Cap. It's even Ant Man was more in this trailer uh, with War Machine, you know, their helmets closing and stuff like that. I mean, it's great. They're they're creating such mystery, and you know, we're talking about. You know, I don't think people have been this anticipated for uh, you know Infinity War first and now Endgame since Phantom Menace trailer. Yeah, and even they kind of blew their chance at really shocking the audience by debuting the double bladed lightsaber in the mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I think it's a great trailer. I'm almost. I thought it would be hard to want to avo- to avoid spoils, like I'd want to click, but it's get it feels like it's getting easier because there's so many articles and, and YouTube videos breaking down the trailer and all these different theories. Mm-hmm. I'm getting spoiled a little bit because just even the titles sometimes will spoil it, with the major part of the theory or whatever it is. Yeah. But other than that, I've been really good about not wanting to click on, you know, all the, the toys are coming out and apparently are spoiling things. I haven't looked at any of the toys. So I'm really, really trying to go into this movie like as dumb as possible. You know, tough for the trailers. And now I'm even curious if I'm going to watch the next like long-form trailer. I don't even know if I'll do that. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, but I love the tone of, the, of these, you know, the first trailer and this teaser one. It's still this somber. You still get a feeling that they're defeated. Like, they just, they got their butt kicked and these are the repercussions of it. And these, they're still maintaining that tone of loss from the last movie. It's funny because it's it's not... 
if you're watching the these trailers, it doesn't even feel like other than the costumes, other than what they're wearing, it doesn't showcase as a superhero film. You know, right. when we've seen Spider Man, JLA, Justice League and all that stuff, Aquaman. I mean, they're really showcasing, hey, this is these are superhero superpowers. This one so far is very straightforward. The most we right. got and is this- just what, suiting up? between War Machine and Ant-Man. That's yeah, pretty much. that's about it. What I like about it is is this is they they lost the Avengers lost and they've never at least on screen have lost. This isn't the situation where Cap goes, "All right, well, Thanos got rid of half the universe. How do we get it back?" He's like, "No, like we're done. We've lost, <laughs> we lost. we've lost half the universe and now we have to deal with that." Yeah. So, something obviously happens in the movie that gives them hope or or they come up with this plan. But from what we've seen in Charles so far, they haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah, but hey, you know, so they're they're dealing with the repercussions. They're not, you know, they're not gathering together to go fight and and somehow bring everybody back to life. They they're resigned to this is our life now. Half the universe is gone. We lost. It's our fault. I mean, how do you carry that guilt? Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. But I can't wait. I just can't wait. I'm really loving that so far. With what we've seen so far, they're showcasing a lot of Captain America, Chris Evans. Because right. you know he, I mean, he was there in the in that first movie, but not as much as I thought they would. If yeah, I think this is time. This is his. Well, this is his swan song. <laughs> yeah, well, they're making a big deal about Chris Evans' last day shooting and all this other stuff. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a Captain America heavy movie, and it makes sense because he's barely in Infinity War and it was more more Iron Man than him. Yeah, so it makes sense if it, and which leads you to believe that you know if we're going to lose any Avengers, Caps. Cap's probably gonna have to make some kind of ultimate sacrifice. Oh, it's and, and I hurt. think, and I know, and I think the Russos know this, so he's not gonna get some kind of cheap death if he does die. Right. You know, great. Uh, you know, who knows what happens? Who knows? <laughs> but I can't wait. I can't okay. wait. All right. So the other trailer was well, I'm not a teaser, I guess. Uh, the Captain Marvel teaser. It just kind of had this very, very quick cuts of scenes and. I don't know anything. I mean, little things we've seen we haven't seen before, but nothing, nothing huge. I guess the the big part of the trailer would be, you know, kind of had her uh, catchphrase or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Higher, what was it? Higher, I'm high. faster, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I have to watch it again. <laughs> higher, further, faster, or something like that. It looks good. I, I said it to you before the show. I'm just gonna say it again because it bears repeating. I'm a little concerned. Uh, the stuff where she's fighting in space. You know, in her Captain Marvel uniform and, you know, targeting starships and stuff like that. It looks very CGI. Almost very video game. gamey. Yeah. Yes. Even her face is kind of like, you know, not real. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something they're going to fix or I don't know. That's my only concern. Well, it's coming up soon. Let me ask you a question. Coming up, what, a couple months now? Two months? Three months? No, less than a month. Less, less than, than a month. No, March. March. Okay. It's right around the corner. Right now, what 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 are your feelings right now, like excitement level wise? Let's say ten. Holy crap! It's end game. One is eh. What I'm mind? at about I'm about a uh, especially for a Marvel movie. I'm at about a five. I'm I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm very concerned. More concerned than I was for Guardians. More concerned than I because Guardians. If Guardians was ho hum, it still would have been a good movie. If Doctor Strange was ho hum, it still would have been a good movie. If Ant Man were ho hum. The fact that they were better than Ho-Hum made them really good movies because you weren't expecting it. Yeah. I think Marvel has set up Captain Marvel to be this 
you know, I guess I, I mean the way they're hyping it and advertising it, it's almost like they're trying to make it their Wonder Woman. But the thing about Wonder Woman was it was organic. DC didn't push this, uh, didn't push Wonder Woman to be what it was. It was it was a good movie that people went to see and liked it and kept seeing it, and more people would go see it. Yeah, I think Captain Marvel they're kind of flying into it with this kind of different attitude, and, and I don't know that the marketing is is correct for it. And I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. <laughs> okay. Captain Marvel has big shoes to fill because this is the movie that's going to springboard this next generation of movies. And it, Iron Man, you know, shoot, Robert Downey Iron Man 1, that was a lockdown stellar hit. So if this is to replicate that level of excitement, big shoes to fill. And I agree with you. I would say I'm about a five as well. Yeah. Uh, I And frankly, at this point, it's just in the way of Endgame. It's like, <laughs> all right, I, I, you know, I have to go through this to get to Endgame. Well, what if this ties closely with Ed and Game? Well, we have to watch the movie. I think it's going to have to. Or what was the point of the pager? You know what I mean? At the end of Infinity War. Right. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just wondering how much of it is tied to Endgame. Huh. Or is it going to be at the very, very end of the movie and then, hey, someone's paging me. What's going on here? Right. Maybe it's the end scene where she's flying in space or whatever and yeah. the pager goes off and she yeah. just starts flying toward Earth or something. All right. Well, we nailed it. That's absolutely what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, The Twilight Zone is being rebooted for CBS All Access with Jordan Peele in charge of it. Jordan Peele is quickly becoming the new master of horror and suspense with Get Out and now Us and now The Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone is going to be a mixture of remakes of old episodes and I believe brand new written episodes. And I think with the success of, of things like Black Mirror on Netflix, now's the right time to reboot Twilight Zone. Oh, it makes sense. And it was a great Super Bowl trailer. Did you see it or no? I did not. You did not? Okay. What's it was a good trailer. I don't know. But yeah, I, did you like the Twilight Zone growing up? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's on Netflix currently and my daughter liked uh, Bird Box, which has a like a Twilight Zone kind of feel to it with that little right. and I say, Hey, I think you'd you'd be into this kind of things. But the moment she saw black and white, she zoned out, out really <laughs> quick. Baba, where this is so old. <laughs> eh, you're right. But stories are good though. So it'd be nice to see a, a fresh take on it. And this guy, uh, Peel, right? His name? Yeah. His trailer for us is creepy. I mean, I mean, I, I, I can do horror. I, I can do thriller. I can do scary stuff. This freaking movie. I mean, I'm, I'm really debating. I'm really, really debating if I can, if I can pull this one off. I'll, I'll push. I'll try. For the show, I'll try. But uh, yeah, it's, this one's going to be a tough one because it looks... It, I'm, I'm scared with a trailer. So the movie's going to be terrible. I mean, terribly good, I should say. Yeah. yeah, well, good for you because I'm not going. Any, I'm not even going to go in a theater next showing that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that freaked me out, man. That trailer. Oh God, it is me? freaking creepy, creepy. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like what movies mess with my brain. Huh? Huh? <laughs> and with this guy directing, I mean, we've seen what he's what he's capable of doing. So this looks like it's going to be a quality film. I think that's the reason why I think I'm a little bit scared because I think he really will scare me. Not this yeah. whole, you know, like what saw more gore you know how much can you take watching the screen versus this one legitimately looks like it's i'm gonna be you know those jump scares jumping out of my seat like oh my god (laughs) something like that so yeah Yeah. i I think he can pull it off so it's set to premiere on cbs all access on april 11th Mm -hmm. of this year cbs all access uh, of course the home of star trek discovery right and a few other shows okay 
All right. Sounds good. Alan, you know what time it is? I do. It's time to hit it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's time for. <laughs> 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 Okay, dude, (laughs) Marvel rumored to be considering intermission of Avengers Endgame. This movie right now supposedly is clocked in at three hours long. Jonathan, you and I have been watching movies for quite some time. Have you ever had an intermission of a movie before? Yes, in 1983, I believe, when my mother made me go see Gandhi with her. Mother? Oh, really? Yeah, Gandhi. Okay. And it's the worst thing about that is when you're when I was like 10 years old and I'm watching a drama about, an, you know, an Indian human rights activist. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the worst part is that there's an intermission and never having experienced an intermission before. I thought this movie was over. I was so happy. <laughs> and then my mom's like, we have to go back in. I was like, am what? I being punished? <laughs> now, I'm a grown up and I like Gandhi. It's a great movie. But, you know, back then I was like. Am I being punished, mother? <laughs> but we've had a, a couple movies pretty close to three hours, right? It wasn't Avatar. Avatar. Avatar was close to three. I don't remember an yeah, intermission Yeah, I don't there. think I even needed it either. Schindler's List was long. Was there an intermission for that? I don't remember. I, I don't know if I saw I, that in the theater, though. I did. I don't recall an intermission. I, I was really trying to think, like, have I ever experienced, experienced a movie intermission? I really couldn't think of it any, any time. Titanic was long, right? I mean... Yeah, Lord of the Rings was long, but you know what it is? Because... I get confused with Lord of the Rings because I I have them on video and I, I have them extended edition. They're like four hours long. So Jeez. in the past 10 years, every, every time I rewatch them, I'm watching the extended versions. Right. Uh, so I forget. I don't even know how long the theoretical versions were. <laughs> so yeah. are you in favor or, or yay or nay? Of an intermission? Yeah. Uh, look, I don't look. I want the movie to be eight hours long. So if I need <laughs> if they need to give me an intermission, I'll take an intermission. But I, how do you? I don't know. The thing about intermissions are you're, you're, if this movie is as good as we think it's going to be and you're into it and then did you stop it until you go take a pee? I mean, I don't I don't want it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to ruin the rhythm. I want yeah. I want to be immersed in this movie and just be totally taken away in my brain and just be totally entertained. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't want nothing in the world to exist except for this movie for three hours. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I don't, I'm just—I don't, I I don't know. I hope—I hope they don't do it. I think—I think people can do it three hours, three and a half, maybe. I can see. Do you think maybe it's for the kids? You know, <laughs> lots of lots of but drinks and uh... kids don't belong in this movie anyway. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, it's probably so angry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. You might be right. It might be about the kids. Yeah. <sighs> What about you? Well, you said yeah, you said you don't want it. No, I want I want to be totally immersed for three hours. Yeah, I, I really, really yeah, I'm with do. that. Yeah, I mean, I won't, I won't freak out if there was an intermission, but right, you know, you get, they got to do what they got to do. But three hours, man, I can't believe this movie's gonna be three hours. Well, you know, we, when we, you and I we've seen plays together, you know, and they have intermissions. I don't think, I don't think it's bothered me when I'm watching a play. No, but well, yeah, but I think plays also written to have a, a certain endpoint, mm, you know. I gotcha. So that you can have the intermission, right? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking. I don't know. Yeah. The thing, look, the, the alternate is not to have a three-hour movie, right? So, like I said, if if I have to take a five-minute break to have a three-hour movie, I'll do it. Right. I gotcha. Hey, I tell it to my family all the time. We're going to watch a movie. Hey, everyone, go to the bathroom first. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, and depending on the movie, sometimes even if I went to the bathroom before, I'll hold it. 
you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wicked. Right. Wicked. Adeline, in an attempt to keep Chris Evans in the quote-unquote Marvel slash Disney family, it's rumored he's been offered the director's chair for some of the, for some of the episodes of the various Marvel TV shows that will be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we talked about Vision of Scarlet Witch, maybe a Winter Soldier and Falcon show, and the Loki show. That sounds what it sounds like a talk show, the Loki show. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, well, well, well known that Chris Evans wants to direct. He stated this years ago, I think when he first signed on for Captain America, because I think they originally wanted him for nine films, mm-hmm. and he only signed for six, saying, you know, he is a he, you know, at some point he'd like to direct. Yeah. So um, I think we know Kevin Feige's running the Marvel TV s- shows that will be on Disney Plus. So um, what do you think? Good idea. Kind of keep him in the fold. Keep him around. Talk him to make a guest appearance here or there in the, in the uniform. So here's the idea. Don't kill off his character. <laughs> Just, that's one way to do it. Then he'll be in the movies forever. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't know. Um I think he there was a movie that he did that he did direct. So, I can't remember the name of it. It's not the gift. The gift no, one. no, yeah. it's like a post-apocalyptic. It starts off they're on a train. It's like winter and stuff. No, that he he directed. No, I think a, a Korean oh, guy did that one. Oh, really? Snowpiercer, right? Yeah. Oh, he didn't direct that. No, I'm pretty sure it was some oh, famous. Because okay. if he guy. did, then I would say there's a bad idea because I didn't care for that movie too much. You know what's weird about Snowpiercer? People either loved it or hated it. Hmm. Okay. There was no in between. I, right. I, I personally don't like it that much either. Let me see. I'm, let me check his Give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, sure. Chop yeah. Kajirati's Captain America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's directed something called Before We Go in 2014. I did see that movie. Comedy drama. Love, yeah, comedy drama. That was more of a love story, I think. Uh, that yeah. was okay, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's okay. It's got a 6.8, and it's got Alice Eve, who's gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that movie. Yeah. All right, cool. My wife was they shocked. She's it. like, what are you watching? She's like, you're watching that? I said, but it's Chris Evans. It's Cap. Cap. It's yeah, Johnny it, it, It's Storm. terrible. Every time we see Chris Evans on screen, and he gets his butt kicked, you're just like, what? <laughs> he should be able to rip everyone of, of in pieces. Oh, then don't watch, uh, don't watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Jonathan. Alan. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is still happening. Yes, the people behind the movie are still saying it's going to go. Kevin Feige still says it's going to happen. Chris Pratt recently was interviewed. He says it's going to happen. Everyone says it's going to happen. However, they still do not have a director. So, and they're still not too sure if they're going to use James Gunn's script. But it is still in the works. Pratt says it's definitely going to happen. They just don't know exactly when. So, yeah, Chris Pratt wants to kind of wrap up his little Guardians trilogy. of the Galaxy trilogy kind of thing. So it's going to happen. Are you okay with, with Gunn out of the uh, director's seat? Am I okay with it? In um, regards to do you need to have that same director on all three movies to say, okay, I, I did it all? This is my – no, I don't, I don't need him in there. I, I thought he did a great job on the first two. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is this is I – understand Dizzy's decision, especially mm-hmm. the type of company they are. Sure. Whether he was joking or whatever on those tweets and the world we live in nowadays, you, you just can't do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's weird. I'm really conflicted because because he got kicked off of Guardian or out of Marvel, it opened him up to reboot Suicide Squad. I think it's going to be a much better franchise with him in it. 
Suicide Squad. So I'm excited to see what he does with Suicide Squad. And if they use James Gunn's script, I think it's okay. I think Guardians 3 will still be good. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'm at with that. All right. Very good. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I mean, either or, you know, we've watched, we have, you and I have a lot of favorite trilogies, Star Wars, and it's been directed by other people. Yeah. yeah. That's what made, that's what made the original trilogy really good. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I'm okay. <laughs> really, I think, yeah, either or, either or. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, like, even why that's kind of news, like, why, it's, why it was all around this past week, because I, I thought it was a given that it was going to, they were going to make it. Well, Chris Pratt is out promoting his Lego movie. So okay. That those are the couple of questions that were kind of brought up to him. And, it, you know, I mean, it is it's still, I, yes, it's old news, but it is interesting news in regards to what happened to that franchise itself, you know. I mean, right. it's, they, they did bump it another year away, so relevant, but not relevant. Right, and the fact that they were in Infinity War and Endgame kind of keeps you know keeps them fresh in people's mind. That's so that's even a though good point. There, there, yeah, there'll be a big gap between two and three, they're still be in people's minds. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. Maybe that's why Disney isn't really sweating it too much. That's a very good point. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe that's yeah, that's a good point yeah. on your part. That <laughs> maybe that's why Disney's not sweating it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick. Right. We're great at this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, in news filed under no surprise to anybody, the CW has renewed all five of its DC Universe shows, which includes Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and Black Lightning for next season. Which is good news because they already promoted next season's crossover, which is Crisis on Infinite Earths, which I'm excited to see. And there's rumor coming out that one of the major heroes will die in the crisis. Oh boy! Yeah, a lot of bets are on Arrow because it's it's the longest running show. They're yeah, going to kill a Green Arrow. I think so. No. Well, that's that's the rumor right now. I mean, we're still almost a year away from it, but okay. we'll see what happens. And they also renewed Riverdale, which is a rated juggernaut for them. Wow! Do you watch that? I do not. I tried watching it. It looks nothing like the comic book. I remember it. It looks like very. 90201 ish. It is. It's, it's, okay. it's Archie. Yeah. 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 Like like the first season had Archie sleeping with a teacher. Oh, it's crazy stuff. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's 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 mm. it's a it's the 90s. It's the gritty dark year. Mm. They have more pouches. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. CW, they're making their bread and butter basically on these uh, DC shows. And the fact of the matter is, I punched out a Supergirl season. I punched out Arrow. Arrow is just not keeping me interested. Hmm. Uh, Legends, did it come back yet? Or it hasn't come back yet. And uh, The Flash is still kind of good. Okay. Yeah, and I don't watch Black Lightning. I never got into it. Cool. All right. right. Jonathan. Alan. Jessica Jones Season 3 may arrive on Netflix this summer, which was kind of surprising. Well, yes and not surprising in a sense that, boy, they, I think they've axed every single one except Jessica Jones, correct? Punisher's uh, done? Well, Punisher hasn't been axed. Oh, it's going to be. This, the, did you like this season? I didn't even watch it, dude. Uh, I tried. I really, I really tried. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I was su- surprised that that they are continuing only because they have canceled so many, but not surprised because I mean, they're basically done with production already. So they might as well, might as well put it out there. But uh, of all the Netflix Marvel shows, Jonathan, where would you rank Jessica Jones? Second after Daredevil. Yeah, totally agree. 
Totally agree. Huh. But the, I, I think what we would need to do with these with these shows is rank them by seasons. Explain. So, like, I would say Daredevil season three, then Daredevil season one, then Jessica season one, then Daredevil season two, and then Jessica Jones season two. And then I, I would even throw Iron Fist season two and, like, probably right behind that. You, okay. No, well, I haven't I, seen Jessica Jones season three yet. Okay, right. But I, I didn't I, finish Luke Cage. I didn't finish Luke Cage. I didn't finish... I didn't even try to watch season two of Luke Cage, and I didn't finish Punisher one or watch season two of Punisher. Yeah, so. All right. Well, I guess it makes sense that they are canceling these shows because it is mixed. It is mixed. It's funny that that, that you have Daredevil way ahead of, of of Iron Fist and Luke Cage and and Jessica Jones, which was surprising surprisingly good. I didn't know what to expect when that show came out, and I walked away like, "Holy crap, that was good!" Yeah, you know. And yeah. it's really interesting how the other two are just poo poo. Where- well, the funny thing is, Daredevil. I think look, Marvel leans into the whole costume thing. I mean, they're not comic accurate. Yeah, but they're still in costumes, and Daredevil's the only hero in costume. And even the Def- I totally forgot about Defenders, by the way. And oh, even yeah. Defenders, you know, you got Jessica Jones making fun of Daredevil's costume. Yeah. They never put Iron Fist in the costume. They never put Luke Cage into the costume. It's like I'm just you know I'm not interested in watching guys in street clothes with super strong yeah. because the fact of the matter is on TV a lot of these powers are pretty much all the same mm. you know they're all super mm-hmm. strong they're all invulnerable sure you know they all can shoot not all but you know or us or some people shoot lasers or anything you know what I mean yeah because they they're afraid to lean into the comic book thing a hundred percent yeah so yeah I don't know. It's surprising. Iron Fist is, I think, was one of the. I think that was my biggest disappointment out of all of them. I think that that series definitely could have been way better if, well, I'll be honest, if they had a different actor, if someone that actually knew how to fight. And you're talking about Iron Fist, the martial artist, and I look at him like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And the guy's a joke. Did you watch season two? No, no. Because they took the focus off of him. It's the Daughters of Dragons are fantastic, and they make season two. They give the Iron Fist to Colleen Wing. He doesn't even have the Iron Fist most of the show because it was taken by the bad guy, I think, at the end of season one or the beginning of season two. And then Colleen Wing gets it back from the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. You realize the guy can't do martial arts. Eh, just he's, pre- he's pretty much a supporting character in his own show. <laughs> all right, I'm not I'll, even joking. All right, I'll give it a chance. Give it I'll a chance. watch it. You might enjoy it. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Quick yeah. right. right. it. Quick it. All right, as mentioned before, Alan James Gunn is working on Suicide Squad. He's going to write it and direct it. And it's saying it's not going to be a sequel, but a soft reboot, which is easy to do with Suicide Squad, because even in the comics, it's really about uh, Amanda Waller putting together different sets of supervillains to suit the needs of the mission. Oh. So, you know, it's not going to be hard for James Gunn to not bring everybody back. I would think you're going to see Margot Robbie back mm-hmm. and maybe even Will Smith. But other than two, I would I would love to see James Gunn's take on what villains he wants to use and and how he'll bring them to life. And I'm excited about this. I'm excited for a DC movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see what it looks like. So James Gunn needs to hit a home run. If if, if there's anything that's going to save his career, it's going to be this. Because if this one sucks, he's in trouble. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know that it will, though. I think because I think the mandate that DC or whoever made the decisions on the first movie gave to that director, David Ayers, was like, we want our own version of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, Hmm. that's why I got all the music, all the different personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now you got the guy that did it for Guardians of the Galaxy. So he can use that skill set to really make Suicide Squad his own. Okay. 
<laughs> and it might even be a better fit fit for him because of his apparently his darker sense of humor. Right. Um, what better way to uh, you know exhibit that than with a bunch of super villains? Okay. Sure. We'll see. Right. Okay. Quick it. Last week, Jonathan, we reported that Marvel will be letting people watch their Black Panther movie for free for Black History Month. They are also, if you go to marvel.com, you can also get five free Black Panther comic books. If you type in the code, listen carefully, kids, forever, that's the code, you'll get... The number four or four, or the word four? I'm going to kill you. The word forever. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to that app, you can go to that link, whatever, and you can you can download the books. Uh, the it's it's if you don't read digital comics, it's actually pretty fun. I mean, it's it's a nice way to to go through back issues without having to thumb through your long comic book boxes. I've done it. You know, every time you've ever mentioned a comic book storyline, it's like, oh crap. That's like I'm hoping it's it's in the app so I can read it. And more than more than anything, it's, it's going to be there, so um, it, it's pretty cool. And uh, not only those free comic books, but if you actually check the the Marvel app once a week, typically you'll find a, a free gem inside there. You just have to kind of they kind of hide it someplace, but it's in there if you look hard enough. Cool. Yeah. Are you going to download the free issues? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's very cool of uh, Marvel to do that for Black History Month. First, the free movies and the free uh, free comics. Maybe we'll get some free vibranium before the end of the month. <laughs> the, I thought the free movie thing was that's that's kind of big. I mean, the, the reason why I'm downplaying the comic book thing is because the Marvel app kind of does it already. Like I said, every every Wednesday there's a, there's a hidden one in there once in a while. But that free movie thing that's that's pretty cool. I think that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. as popular as it was, and they could have easily said, hey. It's coming back to movie theaters, and you have to pay a ticket again. They could easily have done that, and probably would have made money. And they said, "No, yeah, you can." The, the participating AMC theaters have it for free. Go watch it for free. I think that's pretty cool. That's very awesome. Yeah. You know, what would get my attention is the uh, free Black Panther Funko Pops. Not gonna happen, dude. Come See, on. I, I worked it in there, dude. <laughs> All right, quick hit. Quick hit. Alan. <laughs> yes. They're rebooting Dune. That wonderful movie starring Sting from the 80s. Yeah. No, doing a very, very popular sci-fi novel. Um, I've never read it. And I tried to watch the movie and I didn't know what was happening. Uh, <laughs> but it seems they're making an attempt at making it a movie again. And that in and of itself is not the news. The news is the ridiculous casting of stars they've, they've already assembled to be in this movie. You ready mm-hmm. for this? I'm ready. You got Javier Bardem, Charlotte Rampling, Timothy Sh- – I'm going to screw this name up. Chalmette, Calumet, Stellan Skarsgård, your girl Rebecca Ferguson, mm-hmm. Drax himself, Dave Bautista, and they're currently talking to Mr. Oscar Isaac. Oh. And Mrs. Zendaya, or Zendaya, from Spider-Man. That is a big cast. That's a huge cast of characters so far. Now, Dune is a thick, thick, thick book, and I think the movie from the 80s was like six hours long or some crazy thing like that. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be a trilogy or what. Maybe uh, They'll probably have an intermission. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know, but I mean, it's going to have to be a heck of a trailer to get me to go watch this movie. Wow, just to bankroll the cast alone. Holy crap. It yeah, they're going to be pouring some money into this thing. Yeah, I was, I mean, I, 
is it this is a live action thing or is this going to be like a cartoon? I mean, that's no, it's a live action. Man, that's a lot of big name people. I got to tell you a little quick story about Dune. Is at, when I was young, you know, because the movie came out when I was younger, and I was, uh, I was kind of not knowing if I was a geek or a nerd or whatever, because I did like comics, I love cartoons, I love my toys, and I kind of felt myself, oh, okay, I'm a sci-fi nerd or I'm a sci-fi geek. So, what do you got to do? Well, everybody loves Dune, so let me watch this movie. Let, let me read this book. Man, I could not get through either one, and I just, I. I just felt like a failure as a geek for a little bit oh, there. Oh, come on. <laughs> I really did. No, not now, but like yeah. back then I thought, it's like you have to like Star Trek, you have to like Dune. You know, that was my, my thinking. And um, yeah, but it, I, it, it, the thing about Dune, it really helped me realize why I don't like to read uh, like Lord of the Ring type books. And even even the Star Wars novels, when they started coming out, were a little hard for me because I don't like make made up names like people's names were made like weird names and, and the planets they were on. And mm-hmm. you know, you know, instead of saying a gun, they'd have some weird name for a gun. I'm like, just call it a gun. You know? <laughs> so just stuff like that. It, it, for me, it took away from the enjoyment of reading. It's why I could never get into like, I mean, I guess so I get so bogged down with the Lord of the Rings stuff, the different, the wizards and all, I'm like, I can't. So dude. Okay. That's my dude story. All right, nice. Dude. Dude. Jonathan. Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle is coming back for its sequel. We kind of talked about that. And here's a big news, I guess. Nick Jonas <laughs> is returning for the Jumanji sequel, which confused me because I thought his storyline was kind of done with. So basically, the whole entire cast is coming back, plus Nick Jonas. So I don't know how he, he exactly fits in. This Jumanji movie made almost a billion dollars worldwide. I mean, this is... I think that was a sleeper thing because it went against... Um, Last Jedi, I think. Yeah, that was a total sleeper because it, it kept making money every week. Yeah, yeah. It was a slow build. It was a slow burn for it. It was a slow build. And it just goes to show that if you have a fun, cool story, that you're going to make a lot of money. I watch that. Ryan Johnson. Who, who's Nick Jonas in it? Like, was he a guy from the previous movie? Um, They alluded to he was some kid from the first movie. I, I don't re- really remember, though. No, no, no. Does I, he grow up to be Colin Hanks? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Colin, no. Nick Jonas is the avatar in the movie. Of Colin Hanks. Of Colin Hanks, yeah. That's what it okay. is. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. However that works. Yeah, so... Um, so if you're a Nick Jonas fan, isn't he part of like a singing group? Yeah, the, oh, Jonas, the Jonas Brothers. Brothers. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so And old. I don't know, but they've <laughs> all married some really, really hot ladies. Like, one married someone famous. Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, um... She's the uh, she's the actress on oh man what's it called C- CIA or whatever ah oh, Quantico you watch Quantico oh yeah oh yeah she's really hot yeah she's yes, like super yes, hot yes. gotcha so one of the Jonas Brothers I believe married her and then another another one married um this, uh, it's funny this Italian woman from New Jersey and they had like a reality show for a minute <laughs> and then I forgot the other one married I think someone famous too and Ufa but uh, yeah the Jonas Brothers. I'm going to tell you, when I saw Jumanji and I saw Nick Jonas in that movie, I, I, I don't know who this guy is, right? You're right. I don't know why I thought this, but I actually thought, I wonder if this guy can reboot Indiana Jones. That's oh, it. that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe the way he was dressed. I love how you're always looking for that. Who can be the next indie? <laughs> cartoon. I think I'd be very happy with a cartoon. Yeah, we, well, we talked about that. I don't, they should have done it. Disney should have done it as soon as they got the rights to it. God, you know, Indiana Jones is just so unloved. 
It really yeah. is. It's it's really he's bizarre. the most loved unloved unloved. <laughs> he's the most unloved loved person <laughs> character out there. He gets no love, but so many people love him. He doesn't uh, get decent toys. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, really. Could you imagine Star Wars Black series as Indiana Jones? Oh my like god, that six inch with oh. that with the face scanning now. Oh. 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 you're right there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a moment alone? <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <sighs> oh, my hands are right, sweaty. Quick, what the hell? Your hands are sweaty. All right, don't All right. your hands, please. Quit. Quit. All right, Alan. Let's talk about another fictional character you love, Ethan Hunt. <laughs> yes. What about him? Uh, dry your hands off, okay? Mission Impossible 7 has a release date. It's going to be July 23rd, 2021. So that's more than two years away for number seven. Mission Impossible 8 is coming out 8-5-22. So they're going to shoot back to back. And yeah, 21 and 20, 2021 and 2022, they'll be released. So he's got Top Gun coming out this year. I don't know what his 2020 movie is, though. Because I think he does like one movie a year now, right, Tom Cruise? I think he goes into like this... Uh hibernation cryogenic thing so he can stay fresh dude's gonna be like what 60 years old i know we're gonna be older than him soon yeah yeah <laughs> uh, who's the director now i can't think of who the director is it's gonna bother me like all right anyway so yeah so you're gonna have to hold off for about another two years before you see your boy on screen again yeah i can wait ethan hunt. the guy mm-hmm. his character ethan hunt's character weird it's when i think about those line of movies Weird that it, to me it, it gets a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. You know, um, the last one was fantastic. So yeah, really crazy, really crazy. This guy. Who'd have thunk? I mean, when I saw Mission Impossible One, I was like, yeah, it was okay. But yeah, I think two is the one that really brought it home for everybody. Yeah. Have you watched two recently though? No. Yeah, sure. I don't know that it holds up. No, John Woo. Yeah. It's very John Woo, and John Woo is very nineties. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Quick, hit. Quick hit. Jonathan, we have reported endlessly about this whole Marvel acquisition of, of these Fox properties and stuff. And I think one of the big worries was Deadpool being at its rated R. Well, Bob Iger recently said that it's time that Disney would be making R-rated movies like Deadpool. So they are going to go through with it. And I really had to think, I don't think Disney ever made an R-rated movie, did they? No, that's, that's their thing. They don't make our yeah, So I wonder how they're going to pull this one off. But, uh, hey, you can't. They might create a whole other production company, you know, so it doesn't have the Disney name on it. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, that probably makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, kind of distance themselves because it's. I think it's kind of hypocritical. If they're going to do R-rated movies, especially like a, like a Deadpool kind of thing, right? I mean, they just got rid of James Gunn because of, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, that would be very hypocritical. That is very no, hypocritical. I, I, I yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, it's because they know PG-13 Deadpool. Actually, it did make some money, PG-13 Deadpool. Yeah. But, but you're not, really you're really here. reigning in Ryan Reynolds if you make a PG-13. Yeah. I think the whole mystique about Deadpool was because, you know, they, they abused that R rating. I mean, they maximized it as R as you can get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, they were getting all this Fox properties and some of them are rated. I mean, there's other things besides Deadpool. I don't, I don't know what else Fox got, but. Oh, Aliens, isn't it? 
I'm not sure. Okay, yeah. But you want to, you know, this is a stupid. They, they knew they were buying. They knew there are properties in there. So, of course, they had, look, these guys are making billions of dollar deals, and they're way ahead of the game with us, you know. Hey, I think you're onto something. I would not be surprised if they actually rebranded an offshot of Disney Studios, for example. Right. Ah, hey, you heard it here first. Pixar after dark. This show. No, no, you're probably right. We are tired. Alright, Alan. Quick it. Quick it. Uh, we're gonna end the show with a couple of Batman related stories. You All ready? Right, I'm ready. What's shocking about this is how this next story is how far low it is on first of all, the fact that it's a quick hit. Secondly, that's so far low on our list of quick hits. Whereas maybe two, three months ago, it would have been a major story. Yeah. Uh, it's official, Alan. The Batfleck era is over. Ben Affleck is officially no longer going to be the movie Batman. Exactly. So <laughs> uh, it's come out that the Batman, which will start filming this fall, is gonna is looking for a younger Batman. Uh, ben Affleck tweeted a nice little thing about I enjoyed my time as a Batman. Yada yada yada. DC's great. Good luck, whoever. So, uh, thus ending the uh, Batfleck era. Let's take a quick look back at the Batfleck era. We're talking about Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, Justice League. Is that it? Yes. Three Batman movies. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. He wasn't a Wonder Woman. He wasn't an Aquaman. Yeah, that's it. Just the three. Yeah. Yeah, quick thoughts on Batfleck. My thoughts? Yeah. I don't think I was the biggest fan of as you are, maybe. Even when I when they casted Ben Affleck, I was kind of like, eh? You know, only because when I when I see him on screen, I, I see Ben Affleck. I don't think he really sold me as Bruce Wayne. Now, his stature amongst all the actors, well, he's a, he's a damn good one. The guy, the guy is huge, you know? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe not my Batman. Kind of like Christopher Reeves is my Superman, but... Yeah. Well, I remember saying I that I remember when we talked about Batman vs. Superman, or you know, we were saying he was probably one of the better parts of the movie. Yeah. I liked his Batman. I loved that he was older. I loved his grizzled. I loved that the costume, how it fit him. And look, he he's just a victim of bad writing. They they turned Batman into a joke in Justice League. Yeah. You know, he had such a small presence in Suicide Squad, whatever you know, he was good in the small parts he was in, but they were mostly action sequences, so you know. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, even when I think of like Superman, I wasn't a big fan, but I do like Henry Cavill. And you're right. right it's it, They're just at the mercy of the writing and the directing. And yeah. they, to me, I think it could have been – it definitely could have been better. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think I think Ben Affleck is a missed opportunity as yeah. Batman. That, there you um, go. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see who's coming up next. And like they said, the Batman is going to be a younger Batman. And we'll see. Don't you but, think they're running out of titles? Yeah, where they're just putting the in front of him. <laughs> well, let's see. He's already of... returned. He's returned. Yeah. He's began. <laughs> he rose. <laughs> uh, he first Superman. <laughs> What's left to do? He was forever. <laughs> yeah. Now we're at the, the Batman. Yeah, now we're just at oh, the Batman. <laughs> so um, we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> They have an official release date because it's coming this fall for a June 25th, 2021 release date. I mean, um, we're just we're talking two years away at this point for these movies. 
Crazy. You know, the bad. I'm like, I'm not 20 anymore. I ain't got time for these movies to take all this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know? So we got a Mission Impossible coming out in 2021, and now we got the Batman coming out in 2021. Well, with the success, huge success of Aquaman, I think we should be hopeful for this one. I think uh, DC figured out what they need to do and how to make a good movie, and I think the Batman's going to be another, another, you know, era of the Batman movie franchise if they right. can, if they do, if they play their cards right. So we'll see. I think the movie, the DC movie, with the most pressure on it right now is Shazam because Aquaman was received mm, so well right Shazam has to perform and then if you have a picture Shazam doesn't perform and then the Joker comes out in September or October and it already looks to be kind of a weird quirky movie anyway yeah and that doesn't perform oh boy and all you have on the schedule for 2020 is Wonder Woman there's problems yikes there's a lot of pressure I think on Shazam right now sure uh oh yeah uh oh <laughs> Raggy. <laughs> and finally, Alan, Rocksteady Studios is rumored to be creating another Batman Arkham game. It's called Batman Arkham Crisis. You played the Arkham games, right? Or at least one of them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Loved them. I played, I think, all of them, except the one that came out for the four or the, or the 360. Not the 360 to one. I love them. It, talk about playing the movie universe you know i mean the look it's so epic there's so much fun to play that first batman game was probably one of the best not even superhero games video games i ever played yeah and it came out of nowhere was it arkham asylum was it i think so yeah yeah that was such a good game you know why it was so good grappling hooks so weird sometimes <laughs> yeah but you're right though <laughs> you know, detective mode the fight every, i mean if in batman v superman when he fights the guys in the warehouse yeah that's pulled that's pulled directly from the video games oh uh, yeah yeah he uses the moves like he uses the grappling hook to pull the the, the crate toward the person right watch that scene again you'll see almost exact move for move moves from the video game wow yeah watch that scene again that's probably the, yeah that was yeah. a good fight scene it was awesome yeah it's violent yeah. So yeah, the PlayStation uh, 4 version, I think it has VR capabilities, you know, the virtual reality goggles. And I have a friend that has that game and the dude fell off his chair. <laughs> 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 that's how good the game was. That's funny. <laughs> fell off his chair. So. Well, I think the last one was Arkham Knight, which I think I know I didn't play that one. Okay. Because the big deal was like, who's the Arkham Knight? Yeah. And so will you be getting this for what you have the, the the Xbox, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll be getting this? Are you going to um, wait to see what I'm uh, wait for the ratings. Very picky about video games. Okay. Very picky. All right, Alan. Thus ends Quick Hits. And thus ends the episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs>